Hey guys, we can't believe we're weeks away from 2019. To celebrate the end of the year, we're releasing an episode featuring you guys, our listeners. If you started a project of your own to help your community, or you've inspired people around you through an act of kindness, we'd love to hear your story. Keep an eye on our Instagram page for details. One final thing. If our podcast has resonated with you in any way, we'd love for you to rate us and leave us a review on iTunes. It's super quick and easy, and it helps us a ton. Thanks. Now on to the show. Right around lunchtime at work or before heading home after a long day, some of us think about what to eat. Am I having something fancy or casual? Yeah, you got the salad with it and the two slices of garlic bread. Oh, what about that new restaurant around the corner from my apartment? Maybe I can ask my friend to check it out with me. Or maybe I'll go with my family. French, French, Italian, blue cheese, honey mustard. Thing is, perhaps with you and I, it's always a question of what should I eat. With so many options for every craving, every curiosity, and with company we choose to enjoy them with. However, for 815 million people all over the world, including 42 million Americans, it's not a question of what, but how. How will I eat today? How will I eat tomorrow? Or the day after that? For these people, humans just like you and I, there are no cravings or curiosities satisfied. No meals experienced with sensible decency, just extreme life-threatening hunger that can last a few days, days that could turn into weeks, maybe months. This is the story of Jasmine Crow, social entrepreneur, the founder of Gooder, and a modern warrior against food waste and hunger. This is Camille. And this is Maverick. And this is Sincerely Human, a show about humans you should know. And their stories of doing good in the modern age. It's a challenge every single day, but we're fighting a really good fight. And I think that's what continues to help us drive to the vision and to the end is we continue to think that we want everybody to eat. That is the goal. And it sounds too ambitious, right? Well, not quite. At least not for people like Jasmine Crow. In 2017, Jasmine launched Gooder, a company that connects businesses with local charities to deliver leftover food. Through the app, Gooder drivers pick up surplus food from client companies and establishments and drop them off at designated locations, including churches, food banks, nonprofit organizations, and community groups. It's like Uber Eats, but in reverse. Jasmine strongly believes that when it comes to hunger, we're actually looking at the wrong problem. People aren't hungry because of scarcity. People are hungry because food is wasted to an unfathomable degree. Globally, we throw an average of 1.3 billion tons of food in one year. The United States alone wastes more than $160 million worth of food yearly. According to Jonathan Bloom, author of the book American Wasteland. 
If we were to bring all the food wasted in the U.S. to one central location, we waste enough every day to fill the Rose Bowl. And I'm not just talking about the field itself, but the entire stadium. For those of you who may not be familiar, the Rose Bowl is a massive football stadium that can seat more than 90,000 people. But then again, food waste is one piece of the puzzle. Redistributing all this excess food is the other. For Jasmine, the mission is to solve this logistical nightmare through technology, and ultimately, transport food from a place of abundance and excess to a place of urgent need. I think everybody deserves to eat. I think everyone deserves to be treated with dignity and respect. And this idea for Jasmine, one that sounds simple yet so challenging to accomplish, might have started when she was on a trip with her dad. We were on vacation in Washington, D.C., and uh, he took me down near the homeless community, and I saw a lot of people that were sleeping in, like, what was a tent city. Jasmine was eight. And that on the plane ride back the whole time, all I was doing was asking, like, why are those people homeless? Why don't they have food? Jasmine was a curious military child. Her dad was in the Air Force. Her family moved around a lot. They lived in New Mexico, Texas, Arizona, and then for a while was based in North Carolina when Jasmine was in high school. After college, she dabbled in many different jobs, sales, marketing, PR, but it was actually when she got into event planning that she fell in love with serving people. I started helping a lot of NFL players back in 2006, 2007, actually start their nonprofits and kind of define what was going to be their giving blueprint, how they were going to use their star power for good. This involved a variety of things, including organizing charity weekends. And in 2011, I moved to Atlanta. Um, I started a blog that really highlighted the positive things that Black celebrities in particular were doing because I felt that there were a lot of preconceived notions that they were only, you know, entertainers, only good for comedy, music, or sports, and that was it. And I wanted to really show that there were so many that were doing great things in the community. Jasmine worked generously with tons of celebrities around the holidays. But even with all the initiatives she helped organize on special occasions, she felt that it wasn't enough. She wanted to do more. And I had a passion to serve all the time. And so Jasmine went to that one place where she can start her own giving initiative, even without celebrity power and funding. And that place, it was right in her kitchen. And I started cooking meals in my kitchen in 2013 and actually going out on the streets of downtown Atlanta and feeding members of our homeless community. And it really just grew into this big movement. I would go out every two weeks um, and I would feed sometimes up to 500 people and people would stand in line for hours to eat. Jasmine didn't want to just dole out food items. Her goal was to feed the people in line in the most dignified way possible. I was serving really good food. I mean, the spreads that I would make, like amazing. There would be four to five, you know, meat entrees, maybe 10 side items, tons of desserts, you know, lots of different drink options. And it was really good food. Options. 
Not a word normally associated with the homeless or people who are on the receiving end of charity. But then again, Jasmine always had the heart to go the extra mile. For as long as I can remember, she's just always been a selfless person. That's Marley, Jasmine's younger sister. And I've seen her give to others when she didn't even have for herself. And that's just who the person she is. For Jasmine, giving back also meant elevating the experience for people she served. And so she started the Sunday Soul pop-up restaurant, an environment where people weren't just fed so they don't pass out from hunger. And I started running tables and chairs and linens, and I would bring bring out um, fresh flowers and actually create a menu and let people sit down and dine with dignity and kind of feel as though they were at a restaurant. As fate would have it, someone posted a video of her Sunday Soul pop-up restaurant, and it went viral. And I was reading through all the comments one day, and people were, of course, saying great things like, this is so amazing, I love that you're doing this. But one of the reoccurring questions was, which restaurants donated the food? I want to support them. This is so amazing. The reality was, nobody donated the food. It was literally coming out of my budget, you know, me trying to coupon price match, having to go to multiple stores, getting things, you know, at the farmer's market, and then things would be on sale at this grocery store. And it was just my way of wanting to serve. But I thought, wow, restaurants should be donating this food. Like, why am I spending, you know, 15 hours cooking and shopping and, you know, cleaning up my kitchen when this food is probably there? And that's when I started researching food waste, and that's really what led me to start Gooder. These days, when Jasmine is in picking up meals for the homeless and low-income families, you'll find her pitching her heart out to investors or judges at innovation competitions. Gooder, in less than two years, has been able to rescue almost a million pounds of food, which the startup was able to convert into 850,000 meals. These include pre-made sandwiches and bulk ingredients dropped off at local charities and community groups. You know, the first year, it was really just myself and like maybe an intern that was working with me. And Jasmine isn't really a stranger to struggles. I've seen her get on really hard times. That's her sister Marley again. She lost everything. She lost her house. She lost her car. You know, was staying with friends. Just was on really hard times. That was 2016, right before Jasmine started Gooder. And even until today, Jasmine still confronts those hard times as an entrepreneur. An entrepreneur doing everything she can to solve an insurmountable problem. We still are challenged every single day. I can't tell you how many times we hear no, whether that's from potential customers, that's from investors. We hear no every day. There's a lot of people that do not believe in what we're doing. But there are those who do, who did actually. Like Sarah Blakely, for example. She's the founder of American Intimate Apparel Company, Spanx. I would love to ensure that I can use my life and my success to help other women um, have the same opportunity and then also help women everywhere to fulfill their best potential because I think the world needs it. Sarah went on her own giving journey through the Sarah Blakely Foundation, an initiative that helps women soar through education, entrepreneurship, 
and the arts. The Sarah Blakely Foundation teamed up with the Civic Center for Innovation in Atlanta in 2017 to invest in women civic entrepreneurs. This year, the foundation selected eight extraordinary women to receive mentorship, capital, and the support they need to make a bigger impact in their communities. And Jasmine, who didn't even know she was in the running, turned out to be one of those women. We have to know that we're just trying to get to the yes. The one yes is ultimately what matters. We're going to get a ton of no's and we have gotten them and we're going to get a ton more. And we can't really worry about the people that don't believe. We've got to focus on the believers. It was because of these believers that Jasmine was able to raise $1.25 million for Gooder. I think it was so crazy. We were sitting at the house the other day. That's Marley again. And she was like, Marley, like she was showing me her bake statements from like 2016, where she had a couple hundred dollars in her bank account. And then to look today and we saw a third comma, like we've never seen a third comma in our life to see that million dollars in the Gooder Fund. And so she's come a long way. She still has a long way to go. But I think among everything, she stayed humble and has not let this get to her head. And like at the end of the day, realized her work is not done until no one else goes hungry. And that's kind of her main focus. It's not the money. It's not the fame. It's solving hunger. That's really her goal. Jasmine is on her way to do just that. One city at a time. Gooder is pilot testing in new markets, including Chicago and Los Angeles. But in spite all of these big milestones, it's the smaller moments and interactions that keep her going. When I went to several of the senior homes that we served, that was probably for me the biggest joy that I've experienced to date. Um, because I had no idea that seniors were struggling with hunger to the level that they were. And when they would tell me, hey, without you, I don't know what I would be eating. I've eaten dog food before. And, you know, you hear things like that. Those are the yeses. And that's the validation that I needed. The yeses that we do get are from the people that are saying, yes, thank you so much for bringing this food. Thank God for you guys being in existence. And for Jasmine and the whole Gooder team, these yeses, they keep coming. I'm never fully satisfied because I know that there are millions more that we've got to help. And, you know, I can't sleep until we get that done. You can't do anything but just be like excited every day to come to work and do this job. I'm living proof that dreams come true. Until you go out and really go after your dreams, you're leaving things on the table that could change the world. That's Jasmine sharing her story on own Super Soul short film series. A film crew followed her around Atlanta, Georgia, to show the impact that Gooder has made in the local community. And yes, that's own, as in the Oprah Winfrey Network. If you're interested in the work that Gooder does, head on over to their website at gooder.co. That's G-O-O-D-R dot C-O. So we hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for all the love and support you've given us 
And remember, be good to one another.